A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. COVID-19 patients need your help. If you've fully recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have the antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients recover. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today to schedule an appointment to donate blood. That's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T dot Help save lives and schedule your appointment at Vitalant.org. You could help save lives. This is an ode to the glass noodle. You may be glass only in name, but our love for you is crystal clear in every Bibigo Korean dumpling. Your tantalizing texture tickles the taste buds. And while you are see-through, the world can't help but see you. The glass noodle, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every plump and juicy Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. This is Podco Media Networks. On episode 110 of Confessions of a Marketer, it's story time. Hi, it's Mark Reed Edwards. Welcome back to Confessions of a Marketer. Chris Stefanik of Wattpad is in to talk about storytelling. We will get to that in just a moment. Soon, Beth Comstock will be back to discuss the past year since she published her book and also share some tips on planning for 2020. We also have Kiri Masters on marketing and Amazon, another session on optimization with Justin Christensen, plus Nathan Hirsch on finding the right freelancers, Philip Stutz on the politics of marketing, and lots more in store. If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. Okay, on to Chris Stefanik. Chris is head of brand partnerships at Wattpad, a company that works with global brands like Kraft, AT&T, GE, Warner Brothers, and Universal Pictures to help them harness storytelling to solve their marketing challenges. To help, Wattpad has an audience of more than 55 million millennials and Gen Zs. And in this episode, we learn about what appeals to Gen Zs and millennials. Also, we get Chris's background, the Wattpad story, and lots more. It's a fun interview, so let's get to it. Chris, it's great to have you on Confessions of a Marketer. Thanks for joining me. Awesome. Great to be here. Can you give me your background and tell me about Wattpad, which you bill as the world's most loved social storytelling platform? Sure. So, uh, as mentioned, Chris Stefanik, head of global brand partnerships here here at Wattpad, and have, I've been at Wattpad for it's going to be six years in in a couple of weeks, which I guess makes me a bit of a uh, a long timer here. And really <laughs> joined six six years ago. Was one of the first kind of quote unquote business hires to kind of help the 
the company figure out you know monetization and monetization strategy at the time. And so we you know ended up doing a lot of work around a number of different models back then, everything from paid content to sticker packs to a Kickstarter model. And eventually we landed on what we were calling native advertising at the time. That's certainly changed a lot in definition over over the years. And we ran a test with 20th Century Fox for a campaign called The Faulkner Stars and the metrics came back and were really, really amazing. And we've kind of scaled the scaled the the business, you know, since then. But you know, to backtrack slightly to the second part of your question. So Wattpad, for you or if any listeners don't know, is the world's you know most loved social storytelling platform, but also the easiest way to describe it is a social network for readers and writers. So we're a community of over 80 million monthly users globally, 14 million in the U.S., largely Gen Z females that are just super obsessed and really engaged with with long form narrative content. And so, you know, over the years, we've done a lot across the business in terms of building a, a fairly robust ad business, but we also have another part of our business called Wattpad Studios which is tasked with taking some of our top stories and content and adapting them into you know, Netflix originals, Hulu originals, published books, and, and many other things. So we're doing quite a bit across the whole company than just kind of working with brand partners. But yeah, it's exciting times here at, at Wattpad HQ. And you're up in Toronto, home of the world champion Toronto Raptors. Yes, we are. Well, we were chatting before the pod, and as I as I mentioned, uh, it's been a fun summer here in Toronto. You know, the party really didn't stop, but because uh, you know we may not see another championship here for another another quarter century. But yeah, good good times up here, and very happy to be a Raptors fan. Yeah, after about seventeen or eighteen, you can <laughs> like the Celtics. So. Exactly right. You understand. You get it. <laughs> so, what kind of clients do you serve with Wattpad? Yeah, so from a B2B standpoint, which is I'm sure what, what more of your, your listeners will be interested in, is we're, we're, we're essentially serving Gen Z-focused advertisers or Gen Z-focused marketers. So those that are really looking to, to reach and engage with younger you know, teen or younger 20-something audience because you know, we are about 80% Gen Z and in terms of like our 13 to 24-year-old audience. And, and when we double-click a step further, I mean, we're, we're looking to work with, with partners that, that want to leverage storytelling to kind of move the needle. And so we do do a ton of awareness campaigns, but when we're doing our more integrated campaigns, which I can speak to, it really tends to move the needle from like a brand rating, brand perception standpoint, because our belief is that a strong brand story and strong brand storytelling and building an emotional connection with an audience is but it can really drive significant ROI. And so how we do that is through a number of ways, but the most popular being through kind of branded writing contests, which is our form of kind of branded content where we invite our community to create stories around a particular theme or topic area for brands. And I'm sure we'll, we'll probably dive into a couple of case studies later. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, in the early days of the web, when I was building websites and writing content, everything was short. And in the last five years or so, Google changed its algorithm and wants longer content, but we still hear a lot about short form or, you know, kind of snackable content. What's the balance there and what's the place for long form and interactive content in this era, do you think? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. And I'm of the belief that like, of course you need both, right? Both serve a certain purpose and it all matters on which platforms you know, a brand or advertiser is really investing in and what, you know, what you really have to say, right? Like there's lots of brands in the world that 
short snippety kind of comments or, or branding makes a lot of sense for them. Right. But then there's a ton of brands that have super deep, rich histories or have a lot to say or now what you're seeing are taking particular stances in the world and are, are, are really claiming stake on certain purposes. And my belief is th- those are the brands that, that really have a lot to say and, and long form storytelling based content really still serves a, a, a place in this world. Right. I think I'm often out talking to folks and kind of disproving the myth that that, you know, attention spans are diminishing and you know there is research out there that says that but the concept of a very emotional and and a highly engaging story will continue to exist you know forever is my kind of view and so that's where that, that that's where Wattpad really serves a purpose right i think what we're seeing on the platform in, in general is that you know people still want to read long form stories but more importantly they want to be a part of the creative process and so like our writers on the platform aren't necessarily just sitting back and or, or the readers aren't just sitting back and engaging a long form story they're leaning in and you know reacting to the story talking about plot twists dming the writer telling them who they love who maybe they don't love in the story and we see that come through in our in our brand work as well so you know in today's world there's absolutely need for both but the the view that like long form or long form content is dead is certainly is certainly not true and and you know the the larger metrics behind our platform i.e the average person spends 37 minutes per day on wattpad is kind of proof that that long form content is here to stay and that kind of visceral emotional connection to a brand is what you're looking for for your clients i would imagine Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, when we're getting into discussions with brands, the fact that we have such a sticky platform and such an engaging platform is why brands want to come to Wattpad, right? To, 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 to be in a place where folks aren't you know, quickly bouncing, right? They're spending real dedicated time on Wattpad. And in fact, they're... they're you know, you're not second screening, right? Because if you think about our experience, and I encourage everyone to kind of check out the, the, the application and, and download the app. I mean, you're, you're reading a, a, full, a full story. And so you can't be kind of doing something else. And that means you're getting kind of true, true engagement on the platform. Yeah. Can you share uh, the mystery of the era is what drives Gen Z and millennials? Can you share what Wattpad's research on the type of content and trends that appeal to Gen Z and millennials? Yeah, so I'll, I'll double click on the on the Gen Z piece because we do a lot of research around around that plate or around that that demo, and what we're seeing is that this generation, I mean, they really care. They want to interact with brands and people that that are taking a stand in the world, and and so the the larger theme that then you can double click on it is that our, our audience is really leaning towards kind of purpose driven content and so for example we've seen a, a, a large increase in terms of content on the platform that is related to kind of diverse voices or diversity and inclusion and so you know, one example being it's been happening for a couple of years but we saw the rise of a like movement on the platform called kind of hashtag free your body and this was all about featuring characters at the forefront of literature from all shapes, sizes, and colors, because that might, that might not be like representative of like in the world today or what you're seeing in mainstream media. So literally, our community is creating content around that, whether or not it's you know featuring you know characters that may not be fully able-bodied or whatever it may be. It's like anything under the sun because like they want to read that content and that's important to them. Right. The same thing applies to like another large trend that we've seen on the platform is around the concept of like really strong 
strong, powerful women in the forefront of literature, right? So we see the hashtags like feminism and girl power you know, increase fairly substantially. In fact, I believe from 2017 to 2018, or 2018 to 2019, it's up over 43%. And the list kind of goes on. Actually, the last one I'll mention is like, we're seeing a ton of content being created around like the destigmatization of, of like mental health uh, mm-hmm. or mental illness. And, and when we surveyed our audience, what we call like our Generation Wattpad, which is our, our panel that we frequently go out to with surveys, which is like the kind of the, the, the backbone to a lot of the white papers and research we do, they came back and told us that the most important kind of social cause to them today in their lives is, is mental health. Because mm-hmm. such a substantial amount of that generation is actually suffering from, you know, some form of of of, of kind of mental health challenge, right? There is a, a lot of research out there that this generation is, you know, has higher level of depression or anxiety than anyone else. So it's not a surprise that they want to see this come through in their the literature that they're reading and writing about. Yeah. Recently, I talked with Christina Mallon, who heads up Wonderman Thompson's inclusive design area, and they did some brilliant work for Tommy Adaptive, the Tommy Hilfiger brand for differently abled people. Yeah. And it, it kind of just reminds me of what you were just talking about, that that, that, is, that is in the social consciousness now. Uh, absolutely. I mean, if you look at some of the great work that like Microsoft has done around this, I believe they won a few can lions for it around a lot of their accessibility work related to their consoles and otherwise. And they created some really amazing, I think what began is TV spots, but really it's they're, they're, it's longer form content again, longer form video content. I mean, it's really amazing. Uh, and, and it's great to see brands kind of speaking to that part of the population. And you know that like the, the, the fact that they're doing that like builds a lot of goodwill across a broader a broader group i.e you know the larger kind of gen z audience so but I'll, I'll definitely check out this kind of wonderman thompson piece and, and and see the work they did yeah it was really good as is the work that you're doing obviously all right next time chris is back and we learn more about the future of content and engagement so stay with us Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Podco Media Networks, and this episode is copyright 2019. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time. You stay home for the greater good. Secondhand smoke doesn't. It drifts through cracks in walls, air vents, and sink drains spreading toxic chemicals that can damage lungs. Secondhand vape also puts your lungs at risk, even with the fruity smells. Protect yourself and the people around you from these secondhand dangers. Learn how at tobaccofreeca.com.